Episode 4 of the Hear Them Roar podcast. I am Keith Williams, local poet and songwriter. All localities throughout the world will have characters and personalities. The black country, historically, has had more than its fair share of such people, all with their own style of fame or notoriety. It will need several episodes of this podcast to describe them, so I'm starting with three very different personalities for episode four. In the early 1900s, singing Margaret was a resident in a suburb of Wolverhampton, but gained her nickname for regular singing in the local streets of Willenhall, Bilston and Portobello, and receiving small sums of money. Sunday morning would find her performing popular hymns, which unfortunately, in some cases, annoyed the residents. She found herself summoned to the magistrate's court on at least one occasion, where the magistrate, Price Lewis, was sitting in judgment, found her guilty of disturbing the peace, and charged her a crown, or five shillings. This amount is more than a day's wages. The magistrate was a kindly man and offered to pay her fine if she would give up singing in the street. Margaret is reputed to have left the court and showed her gratitude by singing the song Count Your Blessings on the steps of the court. Margaret went singing down in the street her songs they were simple, her voice it was sweet. Margaret went singing, though her clothes they were neat. Still Margaret went singing, down in the street. Through black country towns Long years ago A woman there wandered Both ragged and slow Her name it was Margaret As everyone knew And she didn't need asking To sing songs for you Margaret went singing down in the street. Her songs they were simple, her voice it was sweet. Margaret went singing, her clothes they were neat. Still Margaret went singing down in the street. 
Sunday morning, come rain or sun, down through Portobello, Margaret would come with hymns a plenty. She'd make the streets ring, but some folks were angered to hear Margaret sing. Margaret went singing down in the street. Her songs they were simple. Her voice it was sweet. Margaret went singing, the applause they went in. Still Margaret went singing, down in the street. One day she was summoned, in court to appear. Price Lewis was sitting. Her case for to hear. Poor Margaret was guilty. Her fine was a crown, and told to stop singing in Willen Hall town. Margaret went singing down in the street. Her songs they were simple. Simple. 
George Baker kept a hardware shop in Owen Street. I was fortunate to be able to speak to his daughter in the shop in the 1970s before it was demolished. During his lifetime he was elected as a local councillor and was well known for a number of reasons. He supplemented his walking trade by hawking his goods in the surrounding area using a horse and cart, happily giving groups of children rides in the cart. One of his much-needed commodities was lamp oil, used for heating and lighting in all the poorer residences, where George would regularly allow goods bought on tick to be paid off by small instalments, hence his affectionate nickname, Lamp Oil George. He was a prolific poet and sold his work as broadsheets, the money thus raised given to charity, one example being the purchase of a new fire engine. There's this awesome carter coming down the street again Here is pots and pans make music all the way light again and his broadsheets brighten up a gloomy day Lamp on George what you doing with the broadsheets on the side Lamp on George where you doing oh your kids kids are right Old George Baker was an odd man in and pans and oil from door to door If the folks he met was poor he'd say to welcome Here's a tenner till next week then pay some more Grandpa George what you doing with the broadsheets on the side Grandpa George where you going George was loved by all the folk he dealt in Titten. Like the time them kids was burnt to Dudley Port. And the engine that he yelled to gear the fireman. In its time it was the fuston of its sword. Oh, your kids, kids are right. 
now his name has gone from off the shop in Old Street. But it's on the council list about them times. And perhaps there's folks alive who still remember it. All the pleasure kid by Lamp while George is right. Lampa George, what you doing with the broadsheets on the side? Lampa George, me doing all your gears keeps arrive. Back in time to the 18th century, we come across a villain, a local highwayman who plied his trade in stealing from travellers on coaches between London and the north through the Midlands. Known locally as Rowley Jack, he kept company with a blacksmith's daughter by the name of Rebecca. Rather cleverly, Jack devised a way of fooling the law by having his horseshoes put on backwards the tracks thereby confusing any subsequent followers. There is some discrepancy in dates and details, but my favourite story is of his last chase. Being with Rebecca in the smithy one evening, the law officers surrounded the building and called for his surrender. Instead, Jack and Rebecca made a desperate escape through the troop and galloped off in the dark towards Braid's village. On a track called Turton's Fold, they disappeared and reportedly were never seen again. However, 12 years later, a house in Tividale was found to have a cellar with a blocked entrance. On searching it, three skeletons were found, a male, a female and a horse whose shoes are seen to be fixed the wrong way around. Along the Donnelly roads, I saw the tale is told, there rode a highwayman called Rowley Jack. Twas in the 1750s, the story does begin, when he shod his horse's hooves front to back. Tell what makes you grin, Rowley Jack. Tell what throws the hunters off the track And as he rode along you could hear him sing a song Cause he charred his horses who's front to back The daughter of the smith, Rebecca was her name Was handsome and she loved old Rowley Jack And there we have the answer of who we have to blame When he shot his horses who's front to back Tell what makes you grin, Rowley Jack Tell what throws the hunters off the track And as he rode along you could hear him sing a song Cause he charred his horses who's front to back Upon a winter's night in 1754 The snow showed up a figure dressed in black Rebecca crossed the smithy yard to open up the door For the horse who wore his shoes front to back 
Tell what makes you grin, Rowley Jack. Tell what throws the hunters off the track. And as he rode along, you could hear him sing a song, cause he charred his horse's hooves front to back. The watchers round the forge thought they'd captured him at last, said surrender to the Lord or Rowley Jack. But then the door flew open and the lovers both shot past on the horse who wore his shoes front to back. Tell what makes you grin, Rowley Jack. Tell what throws the hunters off the track. And as he rode along, you could hear him sing a song, cause he charred his horse's hooves front to back. They were chased to Darby's Hill and down the Bradesall Lane. On Turton's Fold, the hunters lost the track. Rebecca and the lover Jack were never seen again, nor the horse who wore his shoes front to back. Tell what makes you grin, a rowdy Jack. Tell what throws the hunters off the track. And as he rode along, you could hear him sing a song, cause he charred his horse's hooves front to back. Twelve years later on in the house in Tibbydale, behind some rubble in a cellar cold and black, three skeletons were found of a female and a male, and a horse with his shoes front to back. Tell what makes you grin, Rowley Jack. Tell what throws the hunters off the track. And as he rode along, you could hear him sing a song, cause he charred his horse's hooves front to back. Tell what makes you grin, Rowley Jack. Goodbye until our next episode on people and places in the Black Country. It's the song of the